This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul, and Bogart's still on assignment, so I have my good friend Glenn Pye helping me out today. You probably know him from being on the, if you watch the Vision show uh, about antiques, we were on uh, Vision TV. Glenn's the other gentleman there who knows about sports stuff, some sports, and uh, rock and roll stuff. He's probably the, he knows the second most about sports cards in Canada besides me. So, but he's catching up fast. So we have a great show today. We're going to be, uh, it's, you know, this is a live in, this is a live from the laundry room. We're taking calls. For our, uh, all of your stuff. And it's right, we're going to, have to talk about gold and silver, the secret shopper. We have uh, Dave Cook, who's an author, going to give us a couple of books. And we have Rick from uh, Royal LePage. Now, Glenn's going to read the list and he's going to give us a phone number. The phone number, in case he messes it up, is 416-360-0740. I couldn't resist Paul's invitation to do this, and it couldn't work out better for me because I had two bags of dirty clothes, and since we're in the laundry room, I'll be able to do that during the show. So great. We're accomplishing two things here. Here's Paul's list. I know Bogart never read it, but I will read it. These are the the list of old things that we'd like you to find in your basement and attics and call us, and we'll give you prices and perhaps buy it or help you sell it. Coins, bills, old toys, old glass, crystal, video games, paintings, old radios, costume jewelry, autographs, prints, pottery, Corel wear. Old motorcycles, sports cards programs, Beatles items, magazines, Royal Dalton's, fishing rods and lures, fishing magazines, sewing machines, comic books, golf clubs, old tins, beer and pop signs, car and gas station signs and stuff, old tools, cups and saucers. Now you have to keep the phone number again. The phone number is 416-360-0740. we got a line open now. Call in and we'll take your call. Yeah. So... Glenn's guys, Glenn especially, we've probably seen, we've talked about before, if you want autographs, Glenn especially is autographs for sure. Rock and roll, but the autographs we talk about, if you've got a Babe Ruth autograph and you've got it on a piece of paper, we'll tell you, he can tell you if it's real, we can get it verified, and we can get you the most money for it. And I know a lot of people heard this week, a single case of basketball cards from 1976 sold for $1.7 million. I almost guarantee that this case of cards was worth more than the basement that they found it in. So we're also going to be talking about this week, uh, before we take any calls, I know the board's lighting up, I want to give a kudos to, uh, you know how I always talk about buying local, and uh, and I want to thank, um, no matter what we think of our politicians, i got to thank Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Ford for leading us through. I know it's been really tough what we're going through, and the citizens of this province are really doing a great job 
And, you know, when you look at the news in the United States, you realize what a good job we're doing up here in Canada trying to beat this blip. But that also happens to be Mr. We had some, uh, I don't know, Mr. Ford was talking about this week how they're putting those aluminum tra- things on. We have to uh, tariffs on us. We have to buy local. I want to see the grocery stores with little red maple leaves next to the Canadian products. I want you not only just to buy the Canadian products, but go to the manager of the store and ask him, to, does he have a local or a Canadian product that can compete with this? We have to buy from our neighbors. This is so important. I'm going, I, I know a hard part every week, but it is very, very important. It's the, if we put the same effort into that as we have in the beating this blip in history, we're going to do well. But I also got to talk about my buddies at Clapperson's Corners, uh, Mayflower, um, and uh, Southwark Antiques Mall. I can't forget about these people because they have all the stuff out there. So we're going to go to a call, and then we're going to be talking about, after a little while, we're going to be talking to Dave Cook and the author, and we're going to be talking to, uh, I'm going to give you my secret shopper, and you are in for a shock when I give this. What call are we going to next? I guess we should go to... I'll talk to Rick first. No, we're going to go to uh, Denise, Dennis, Dennis in New York. Dennis, how can we help you? Yeah, well... Uh, a while ago, I was on eBay and found a book by my favorite author, Andre Norton. And uh, it was one I didn't have. and It's a, apparently a limited printing. And she also, according to what I found, uh, has autographed it. And uh, okay, uh, a limited edition. Well, that always helps. I mean, when I talk about limited editions, there's no sense like in Franklin Mint, they limited editions to 10,000. There's only 2,000 people who want it. There's 10,000 out there. Being limited is not limited enough. It all depends on how many was limited to, okay? Well, according to what I've found, uh, there's only 177 of them. Oh, that's got to be good. So... Now, she signed each one, or they were always each one signed? I mean, what's the name of the title? Which one did you get? Uh, it's called Where Wrath, W-E-R-E, one word, and then Wrath, W-R-A-T-H. Okay. Now, with the book, it depends on the condition. Make sure it's not a book club, but you say it's a limited edition. Books, with this uh, blip in history right now, What's happening is people are staying at home and are reading books. And I think they're buying the actual books, not these things on Kindle or whatever these things, these tablets. Some people read the tablets, but some people just want to have a book in front of them. That's what we're going to be talking to an author later on in the show about these, written a couple of local history books. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to find this right now. but I, I don't see any signed on eBay. There's a number of the books that are uh, for sale. Yeah. Um, and they're not very expensive at all, but um, the autograph would add value to it. Is Andre Norton still alive? No, she, unfortunately, oh. she passed away back in 2005. 2005. So it's not like the autograph's going to be impossible. No, know, but here, more recent time. there's some. The Andre Norton, like she's, I'm looking right now, David Trippett sold for $1,400, selling for $1,400. So, but what was the numbers of that? I don't know. They have for 2000 but, but it's not signed. 
So signs will get make probably. Well, what did you buy for? How much? Um, couple hundred. It was a it was a very spirited bidding war for it because it was signed. You've probably got a good yeah. deal on this, but you're going to have to wait a little bit of a while. But people are starting to collect. Um, they're starting to remember their roots and saying, I want to have the book. Hobbies, that's why Glenn's here today. We're going to talk about some hobby stuff as well. Because people are starting, instead of paying $9,000 for a ski trip, which they can't take anymore, they are starting to, to uh, go back to their hobbies of collecting. Okay. Yeah. There are some paperbacks on here that are signed, and they're not going for a lot of money. Yeah. So I guess it just depends on the fact right. that here's no, this a is, very limited edition may actually create the value. It's a hardcover. Uh, yeah. What I'm looking at now says it was printed by hand in an edition of 177 copies. Okay, now you have to have 178 people who want it. We're going to go supply and demand. Probably going to be worth five to $600. If it was something like limited like that, and if it's signed, like that'll be, and they were probably all signed, five to six hundred. And that's why on eBay, which is not always the best place to sell stuff, and that's what part of what we do at uh, Consignment Heroes, we tell people where's the best item, where's the best place to sell it. Because most of our people want to sell stuff, not so much buy stuff. Thanks for the call. Okay, now we've got to go to um, Rick. Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. The show sounds great as usual. Welcome your new co-host there for today. How are things Thank going? You have met Glenn. Glenn's a good guy. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you guys are sounding great. Um, a couple of things I wanted to talk about today, Paul, and uh, this is re- really exciting. Uh, this week, we're going to put a shout-out for anybody up in the Aurelia or Barrie area. If they have a property to sell, uh, or they know someone with a property to sell because we have a ready buyer, cash buyer ready to buy. Now, you know, people are often thinking that all we do is come out and maybe sell their properties, but we help people buy too. So we want to put a shout out to everybody right now. Well, I mean, where you want to have to Barry, be there. Barry or Aurelia? So someone's, yes. do you want a condo or do you want a house? Yes, we want a condo. Okay. Uh, we, you know, so give us a call because we have a ready buyer. We have a cash buyer, no conditions. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk about, and this week, uh, you know, I just want to tell a quick story. Um, I had somebody come to me and they had, they had been turned down several times by the banks and, you know, the usual lenders for a mortgage. And they were panicking uh, what to do because they wanted to get in on what's going on right now because people are starting to buy. And mm-hmm. I helped arrange a mortgage what we do too paul we help people there's no reason for anyone not to be able to buy a house and if someone tells you differently then as you always say paul turn and walk away uh we need to always surround ourselves with positive thinking people and i'm one of those and i'm uh, i've yet to not get somebody a mortgage it's never happened i always provide uh the necessary tools the resources and the people that will come together to help people buy homes. So uh, it's what we do. So we're not just here to help people sell homes, which is what we do. You know, we come out and we assess the, the value of your home, and, and we help with the contents. As you know, Paul, you're the expert with that. And uh, But we help people buy homes, too. So if you need to buy a home, we're here. If you have a home to sell, we have buyers that are ready that will come without 
worrying about whether or not they're going to afford the buy or not because we help arrange the mortgages. This is really, really crucial um, that maybe your neighborhood realtor doesn't do. Or maybe he'll just say, well, you know what, you'll have to go to the bank and worry about it yourself. Or, as you know, Paul, we had somebody that we know, a competitor, uh, who a deal fell through because they couldn't get the financing on a deal, you know, which yeah. never happens with us. So, uh, if give anyone number, wants to give me a call, give I'm, I'm going to give him my number, and please call anytime. It's Rick DeBacco, uh, Royal Page Real Estate Professionals. I can be reached anytime at 416-258-3972. Always here to help. Okay, I was saying, so you need... We're also selling, but this is the case here. We have a ready buyers yes. for property. We have ready yes. buyers for downtown. But this person actually said, I want to go to Aurelia. You must yes. have lost a bet or something. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or, or, or close to it. So we're, we're basically calling out on anybody in that area or close to it to give us a call because uh, we can come out and uh, we can provide uh, an A-list client, A-list buyer, where they're ready with cash in hand to buy a home. And we can get... Tomorrow we're going. To, actually, this week I'm downsizing two homes this week. Wonderful, um, and it's just getting ready for sale. So next yep. week we'll have all the stuff available. Thanks, Rick. You get out there and sell some houses. Hopefully, somebody calls you up there because someone's probably decided this might be the, just a kick in the rear end that someone's mm-hmm. thinking about. They said they were saying, "Oh, should I sell? Should I not sell?" Let them make an offer. Mm-hmm. Things happen here. Make two That's people right. happy at the same time. Thanks, Absolutely. Rick. Have a great day, guys. Okay. Dave and Port Credit? Okay, I was going to do Dave after we come back from the break, but no. Okay, we'll do Dave. Dave, we're talking to you. I'm right. Dave Clark from Port Credit. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing very good, thank you. I have, me and my friend have a great collection of stuff, and I have an enormous collection of stuff. I have T. Eaton Company, a lot of stuff. I have two cards in front of me. Um, they're Christmas greeting cards signed by Flora McCray-Eaton. Well, that'd be a little bit interesting for people to click local. Yeah, but so you I know, think they're pretty good, but I've got to start downloading. I got so much stuff. I got, like, St. Lawrence Starts Company, which is poor credit where I live. I've got so much stuff of their stuff, i got to start downloading. Give me the beehives. Yeah, beehive corn syrup stuff. And I also any, like have two programs from the Long Branch Jockey Club. From 1939. Yeah, we I've, I've sold those often, and basically any of those, there's a number of different racetracks back. There's a Hamilton Jockey Club, there's Dufferin Park, and they sort of consolidated them all, late 40s, early 50s, into old wood buying, then became old wood buying, new wood buying. But unless it's a, and they, uh, that park did host, I think, the King's Plate or Queen's Plate one or two years, but if it's just a regular, uh, meet one of the days of the regular meet where it's just, you know, maybe a minor stakes race and some other stakes races and the condition's not too bad. Is it all marked up inside or is it fairly good shape? No, no, it's in good shape. This is um, the sixth day, Tuesday, June 13th, spring meeting, 1939, Long Branch Jockey Club. Yeah, that's worth that about 50 to $60. Off Avenue. It's worth about 50 to $60. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. Dave, that's fine. Dave you say about Beehive, St. Lawrence Starch. Do you have yeah. anything from the factory there, like any, um, anything to do with the hot signage? If I had a sign from St. Lawrence Starch, or even, even a sign that was inside that factory, 
I'll bet you I'd get a thousand bucks for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Literally. I have. I have, and I'm looking at it this moment. I don't know what they use it for, but it's a horn that you talked out of. You know, it comes from um, a megaphone. Which is the end, a microphone type of thing, but it's just, you know, it's nothing. It's got St. Lawrence starch on, and from my understanding, there's only one of them, and I have it. Well, and, you know, you might have it too long if I get over there and buy it, or Glenn gets over well, there and buys it. Well, I hope someone would come and look at my stuff, because I got so much stuff that it's, uh, uh, well, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, okay. Dave. Here, I'm going to give you my number in the store, 905-737-4653. But I'd like you to hang on for a minute, and Brandon will get your information. Don't give me your information over the air. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you your information. Yeah, hang on okay. for Brandon, because if you've got that kind of stuff, we got that kind of money to buy it. How's that? Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, I'll give him my information. Thank you very much. One other thing, if you do have any Dixie Beehive, which was the hockey team they sponsored. Well, I do have some of their stuff, too. And that's very collectible because people love that Beehive logo that was on the front. It's more collectible than how historic the team is just because of the connection to St. Lawrence. You're not going to believe what a segue that is. And you didn't even know he's coming on. The guy who wrote about the Dixie Beehives is going to be our guest today. Well, I swear I to have, God, and I Glenn didn't a, know this. This, this yeah. is going to be Dave Clark we're going to talk to in about right after the break. I thought it was Dave Clark from Dave Clark 5. No, sorry, okay. That's, that's my nickname, Dave Clark 5. Okay, okay. beautiful. We're going to make and Dave it, Clark a, rich. How's that? Okay. Bits, bits and pieces. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's been stuck with me since the Dave Clark 5 come on when the Beatles were out. Perfect. Very cool. Got it. That's how far thank back. I'm looking forward to get, talking to you more about this later. Okay. Okay. Thanks very much. So we're going to go to a break, and after the break, we're going to talk to Dave. We're going to do the secret software, and we'll give the gold and silver prices this week because you're going to want to have them. Okay. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. I know. Okay, we're back. Now, Glenn's going to read more of the list for a minute. And uh, we're going to try and get Dave on the line in a minute. And then, okay, some of the items that we're looking for, and a couple we've already talked about today, but any gold, silver, coins, bills, toys, Video games, radios, autographs. Autographs are a huge item. If you why have any questions on value your autographs, um, I'm here to give you a good appraisal on them, and uh, we can get them authenticated for you if you need third-party authentication. One thing that I work on heavily, which is vintage photographs, 
And if you have old photographs considered type ones, which means the photograph dates to the period of when the photo was taken. We'll talk about that in a few minutes because that makes more than a, you can't just gloss over that. That's the reason you're here today. So give the phone. We're going that to and do my laundry. And do the laundry, yeah. We're okay, and also sports cards and programs, Beatles, magazines, fishing items, golf clubs, beer and pop signs or cans. Uh, gas station items, old oil, petroleum items, old tools, cups and saucers. And our number to call is 416-360-0740. Out of town, we can't let those guys. 1-866-740-4740. Now, we got Dave. Dave Clark. No. Oh, sorry. Dave, how are you doing? I'm not bad. How are you doing? And uh, oh, Dave, Clark, know, Dave Clark. That was not I, a setup. I know Dave Clark. Pardon? <laughs> I actually know Dave Clark. I've met him a couple of times. Oh, it is. That's the world. Because he called in, and Glenn didn't know this, but we started talking about the the, the Dixie Beehives. Yeah, I heard. Oh. I, I was listening to the radio. Uh, the book I wrote on the Dixie Beehives is sold right out. It's it's gone. I, I don't have any more copies, but uh, it oh. was a very popular selling book. Are you going to do a second printing or not? No, sure? I don't think so. I, um, You know, to be honest with you, I'm almost 80, uh, it, and I'm self-published, and it takes about uh, seven or eight years uh, to sell these books, uh, doing the minimum number of printing is 5,000. Right. And, um, you know, I have up until the coronavirus came along, I was doing two book signings a week uh, all wow. over Ontario. The blip. You're talking about the blip. Which? We don't call it the coronavirus here. We call it the blip. The blip. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. One thing that's interesting about your book is um, we, we've had other people that have sort of written books that are also interesting to collectors that have sold out. I know it's a labor of love doing a book like that. It takes a long time, and it's not like you're getting rich on it. But some of those books, to give you a good example, there's a, a gentleman who did a, a book on hockey pucks. And that book, he sold the original print. Now it's three, four hundred dollars to find that book because collectors would like it in their collection and use it for reference and things like that. So if you don't do any more books, I think you're going to see the value of your book out there start creeping up. Did you hoard any? Did you hold any back? You know why I have Dave on here, Dave? He's part of when, which my wife has done. Right. And I every week I tell people, you look around the room, write a story. Everyone's got a story inside them. You have four stories. You wrote four books. Everyone's got a story inside them. And I encourage people to write one line a day, one paragraph a day. And you put the paragraphs together and you have a book. Now, how, how long did it take you to write these books? It take, it, well, it took me um, about two years for each book. You're doing the research and traveling uh, around the country to get, uh, you know, uh, library references. I've went up as far as Barry, Milton, um, Kitchener, that type of thing. Um, the first book I wrote actually um, took two years, and it was the history of Applewood Acres, where I live. And uh, the neighbor just down the road from me was Colonel Harlan Sanders. So we had a lot of famous people really? living here. Yeah, yeah. He lived here. Yeah, then he uh, every autographs. Summer. They're collectible. Uh, no, I never got his autograph. Um, I only got to say hello to him once, you know. Okay. But, uh, we we was, even have the display items from the stores, which are the plastic white people might see at the old bank of uh, Harlan Sanders, and, and that's worth about $30 now. And we have the – they're almost like a decoupage. There was a photo of him in each of the uh, various units of their franchises, and those go for about $300 now. Yeah. 
That's now, wait a minute. You told us what books are not for sale because they're sold out. Which books are for sale, and what are they about? On mine, uh, well, my books that, that I've, I've got left is Fading History. Uh, okay. two, there's two different uh, books. There's Volume 1 and Volume 2, and it's a total of 34 different stories. Uh, volume 1 has 15 stories. Volume 2 has 19. And the stories range, and it's all basically west of Toronto area events. Um, the Avro Arrow, the Lancaster Bomber. We also built a flying saucer up in Malton. That's now in the Smithsonian Institute. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You glossed over that too fast. We built a flying saucer? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, it got eight feet off the ground. They couldn't stabilize it, so uh, they, they gave up on it. And the Americans uh, came up and bought the whole thing from A.V. Rowe. And um, we continued to develop it here under the American guidance. And they well, these are in your books. Pardon? Now, you, I know that you... How did you get... What your interest is local history, which is so important because if you don't capture it, who's going to capture it? Exactly. Now, well, all of these stories. Go ahead. All of these stories basically uh, took place and and affected my life or my family in some manner. Like, for instance, uh, my brother was an Avro Aero engineer. Um, My dad's farm where I lived in Malton is now where Terminal One is. So, you know, a lot of these things affected my family and, and myself personally. So I wrote about them. Dave, I know. How do people get in touch with you if they want to buy your book? I'm going to take some of the books and put them in my store, okay? Sure. So I will do that. And But if someone wants to talk to you direct and get a book, how do they do it? Very simple. Um, what you do is, uh, if you have a pen and paper, it's uh, two things. Uh, you can email me, which is the easiest way. It's uh, to fadinghistory at rogers.com. That's okay. all one word, fading history at rogers.com. Send me the email, give me the information and your phone number, and I will contact you and uh, go over all of uh, the items. If you want a book, how, to, how I can get it to you and this type of thing. Or you can phone me and leave a message on my phone at 905-279-3579. Okay. No, no. Because every week I tell people, and you've actually done what I tell people to do. Right. You, you're at home. If something, you look at something that just makes you smile, tell, write down why it makes you smile, because you're going to tell your grandkids. Or if you're going to sell it, the story, Glenn, how many times? If we have a story, if we have an item, and we have a story behind it, how easy is it, is it to sell? Well, you'll get more money. You can sell it without the story, but then you have to, we sort of have to come up with what we think might have happened. And you'll notice we'll use the words attributed, saying that, attributed Sir Johnny McDonald owned this, but we don't really have proof. But if people actually have proof from yeah. the family and they've documented it, you probably double the price of any item. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've written about, um, you know, as I said, it touched my family. Um, short stories. I've got, uh, in one book, I've got about uh, 10 or 12 short stories. And one of them, as an example, is a man who worked in Port Credit. He ultimately was the man who designed the space shuttle. And he, for Rockwell wow. International. Yes. A guy named John Sanford. He, um, he worked for Avro. He ended up uh, with the layoff. He went south, uh, joined uh, Rockwell International. And then appeared before the U.S. Congress and convinced them to uh, fund this project, and it was the space shuttle. He designed it. He headed the the construction of it. When he retired, he wanted to come back home. And uh, uh, Rockwell owned a company called Canadian Admiral, and it was in Port Credit. And that's where John ended up going, and I got to know John, so I, I wrote about him, you know. 
No, this is the whole idea. History. This is a little small piece of history. You've done what I've told everyone else to do, and you're making money at it. And you haven't quite grasped the whole idea of retirement yet. You said you're still working at eight. <laughs> so what we're going to do, I'm going to probably have you back. I want to get some of the books, put them in my store, so people can come to my store and sure. they can buy them. Or get you direct, and which is okay, because I've, I've learned too much today. I've learned, I'm actually, there's some things you're saying, I'm going to look up later and find out if you're telling me the truth. But I'm sure <laughs> you are. Thank you very much. Now, give me your number again. Give, give me your phone number again for the people who didn't catch it the first time. Right. It's uh, 905-279-3579. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my, my wife said that she talked to you, and she was right. Thank you very much for the call. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Dave. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, and, and all the best, everybody. Stay safe. Paul, do you have a fold and iron service here, oh, or do I have to just... you got to do your own. This what? is it. you got to do your own. Oh, boy. Okay. So, after... I don't know if we have a break. No, I want to talk about the secret shopper. Because we're going to talk about gold and silver prices this week. So, everyone knows last week, I went out of the house... And my wife said, why aren't you shaving? I said, I'm going to be a secret shopper today. And I want a little bit, bit grubby. He says, you look grubby all the time. So I went out. And you know what I said? I was going to buy, sell some gold. and some gold and some silver. So, And I'm going to all the different places. And we to advertise. I'm going to your Oliver's, your, um, what's your guy, Harold's and Omni. And even the little shops. I'm doing a survey. And we'll see how it turns out. So the first place I go, they have... Uh, they say they're going to record me. They have a little, it's clean as a whistle store, much cleaner than my store. Anyone that's been in my store knows I'm not very clean. It's, it's messy. Neat. Not me. Neat. Not, not, I'm not very neat. And um, I go in and pour out my gold. And I did. And uh, he says, well, I'll get you five to eight. And then, oh, he's going to do me a favor. He's going to give me the top end of that five to eight hundred. And then I asked about the coin, which he conveniently forgot about. And the funny thing about the coin was, and I'm going to just say, because it's going to come up later on, because I actually went to another store, which I'm going to talk about today. They both had the same story. Uh, they said it's going to be, they told me that gold was at 1998, which was the U.S. price, not the Canadian price of 2700 And uh, he said he's going to figure it out. He figured he's going to give me 80%, which now it turns out to be a complete lie. Because, yeah, he's giving 80% of the U.S. price which makes it 50% of the real price. So then he gets this coin, which is everyone's seen them. They're the Olympic coins. They weigh a quarter of an ounce, and it's worth about $650, and we pay. And he said he was going to give me 291 not 660 So he was giving me 291 but because he liked me, he was going to give me $300. So if he didn't like me, he took off the 360 so, because he ended up liking me, he gave me back nine bucks of my three hundred and sixty dollars. So I went out, and it turns out he said, finally, after going back and forth, I try and get my gold back because he was at he finally up to fifteen hundred. They bring out my gold as kind of we'll see my gold again because I'm going to get a second opinion from a guy up in uh, Richmond Hill. They bring it up in something that looks like a muffin container with everything divided up. So I take it out, and uh, the silver. He tells me, you know, that's really nothing. It was only $100. It was $170 worth of silver. And he said it was 100 And they finally got the price up to 1500 The real price of this gold that I would sell, that I would buy it for, was $2,660. I still have it because I'm going to another shop. So that was the first shop. And I don't know, I'm going in the second shop. 
is coming. I go upstairs. I'm going. I think it was in Oakville or something like that. I go upstairs. Exact same gold. End of the day. This guy would only give me twelve hundred. But what's funny about this? He started the same way. Five to eight hundred. Okay, looks at it. Then offers up to a thousand. Then the coin he says is worth uh, the exact same calculations of two ninety one for a six hundred dollar coin. And he said he's only going to give me twelve hundred. And but. He told me the reason he was doing that is because gold was going to go down. This is on a Saturday night, and on Saturday, nobody. And I, this is an out-and-out lie again. This is like dealing with used car sales in 1963. I mean, I really I want to shake his hand, maybe because of the blip, but also I wouldn't, I'd have to count my fingers afterwards. Because he said, oh, we know that gold's going down because we buy it in forward. Okay. No one, no one on the planet knows what gold's going to do on Sunday night or Monday on a Saturday night. They just don't know. It's an out-and-out lie. It was just him trying to convince me to sell. He says I was going to lose 60 to $80 if I waited till Monday. As it turns out, gold went up. So I'm in this other shop. Now, that was, no, now I'm at 1200 This week, and I wait, wait till next week's story about this secret shopper, because these people... They're high pressure. We try and make sure we're not high pressure. But these guys are slick. All I can say is slick. And I'd hate to be a 75-year-old grandmother going in there with their gold. Because these are browbreach. I knew I wasn't going to sell it. I would sell it if they gave me over gold prices. But they were not even close. One guy was at 1200 One guy was at 1500 for $2,600 in gold. And we will have all the facts again on our secret shopping next week. And this story, exact same gold, different result. Okay. Oh, just further to Beehive items, I was just looking quickly on eBay, and there's a uh, an item in here that sold just recently on eBay. It's just nothing more than a Beehive Sports Club membership card, and it sold for 640 U.S. So wow. Beehive stuff can be very collectible. That's $800. No, it's money. 850 That's real money. 21 bids. No, but... This is what local history people, they really don't realize what they have in their basement. This is why we have this show, and people are waiting. Okay, who we got to go to some of these guys? Uh, I think we're going to go to uh, Bev in Grimsby. Hello? Bev, sorry, I've been on the line. I have to get my rant out, my secret shopper. And we will, after your call, give the gold price. Go ahead. Um, I, I have a bunch of old uh, postcards. Okay. And uh, I wondered, does it matter if they're used or unused? Well, it's better if they're used. Much I... better, because then we know the dates are on them. Pardon? People aren't going to use these postcards. People are collecting postcards. Postcards are a snapshot of... Postcards are a snapshot of history. People are trying to buy them. If you've got a, a postcard of Smithville, downtown, with the banks, with some cars there, on... Um, with the cars there, I can maybe get you $40, $50. We want is real photos. If you've got a Merry Christmas, yeah. uh, there's a certain art after. Okay, or, well, I, what I have is some old ones in New Orleans okay, and North Bay, yeah. and it's got um, two pillars and a sign over saying, Welcome to the North, and it looks like a gravel road, really. Um, is it a and, photo, or is it a, or is it a colored picture? Uh... I think it's black and white. Black and white's good. If it's a photo, those are what goes from. Oh no, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a postcard. 
Okay, that's two dollars. I've so, got a Cresoline lamp. You know yeah. what that is? It was yeah, uh, used for uh, like a humidifier in the old days. Yeah, yeah. It, it's in its box. Uh, the lid's uh, off, but it's got all the directions on the side of it. Um, okay. Uh, and I've got a a glass um, pistol from the Boer War. And uh, you mean a glass pistol? No, um, a souvenir pistol. Pardon? You say glass pistol? Yes. It. I think it held liquor. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it looks like a little six well, okay. Yeah, that, that could be good. Yeah, and I've got um, I've got the book uh, Roughing It by Mark Twain. Mm. Okay, and it says what we're doing first edition. It yeah, says in the, in the front first editions that it's a pirated edition. No, first editions. A pirated. Oh, pirated okay. edition and scarce, and it has five dollars on it. It was you know long. T- somebody wrote it in pencil, and was selling it. They wrote the whole edition in pencil. Pardon? I don't know about that. I'd have to see that. Yeah. Well, anyway, it says it's a pirated edition. Uh, I've got Peter Pan in Kensington Gardens, you know, with Arthur Rackham's uh, pictures of fairies. Yes. Yeah. So you've got quite an array of items, obviously. They're not all in one category. So probably the best way is to look at them and figure out. Well, I've got all sorts of things. I've got dinky toys and I've got some Jell-O leaflets. And uh, Are old recipes good? No. You know, wait, wait a minute. Take that back. They weren't. I always figured recipes were a way of disguising food. But in today's life, with this blip, people are staying at home, and puzzles and recipes are catching on. People are, we, we're returning, we, we are returning to a simpler time. Yes. You know, and this is why um, the recipes, I, there, we're sitting home on a Sunday afternoon, and my wife's going to go and go thumb through the books and try and come up with something, you know, yes. a recipe. And experimenting. So this is a good thing. What you have to do is call my store tomorrow, and we can go through some of these items for sure. 905-737-4653. I'm I'm hoping to get down to Hamilton and the Peninsula sometime this week, but we have been so busy. Your Jell-O coins, are they cars and planes, or are they hockey players? Jell-O leaflets. Jell-O leaflets. That's what she mentioned. Are they not the coins? Okay. Well, anyway, I've got a, I've got a, I'm in my 90s, so I've got a lifetime of old uh, stuff. Don't throw anything out without talking to me then. Pardon? The thing, I was in the house last night and uh, doing a house call. I was buying some gold and they had a bunch of stuff on the table they thought was really good. I said, no, 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 no. Reproduction, reproduction, reproduction. On the very last thing, draped over the chair was about a $100 bag. That was all hand-done about 1880, 1890, with a hand-tooled handle, and I can sell all day long. All the other stuff that they thought was good, and it's no fault of theirs, but it was like it looked good, but it wasn't saleable. This thing on the end that was, again, it's a case of all this stuff is no good. Oh, but that, that thing, and they said, that old thing? Yes, that's the best piece here. I gotta go to the next call. I will yes. talk to you. Give me a call at nine oh five. Yes, I've got your number. Well, okay. I'm going to give it again for other people. Okay. I'm hoping other people besides you call me tomorrow. But I'm looking forward to your call. Nine oh five. Yes. Seven three seven four six five three. Now I think we have to go to a break. Um, I'm going to find out this in a minute. And after the break, we're going to have the uh, hockey. We're going to have the gold prices. 
and uh, some more and some other of your calls. Thanks. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back. Now, we're going to do a quick thing on the gold and silver prices. Get your pen and get your paper. But I'm going to pay to do them again. But I'm doing them right now for all the people who want to have to do something at the end of the show. Gold this week. Not like my secret shopper guy told me was 1998. Gold is 2723. That's $2,723 per ounce. Canadian money. Silver is 3788 per ounce. Just what you're thinking, okay? So what that means is if you've got 10 karat gold, copy these down. Because when I was doing the secret test, the guy would not tell me how much he was paying per gram. He just gave me a number. Kept on giving me a number. I want to give you the gram. I want you to have, and someone pointed out, I should say, go to Home Hardware. They have these uh, fruit, your food scales. They'll give you approximate grams of what you have. I want you to know, before you go to these guys, how much you have. This is so important because I saw... What kind of salesman, high-pressure salesman these places are. So, gold, if you've got 10-karat gold, is $30.68 per gram. Don't know how big of a gram is. It's really small. 14-karat gold. This is what we pay. Because this even guy says, no one pays that. I says, no, I guess not. $42.96 per gram. 18-karat gold. Now, get this. $55.23 per gram. So if you have 10 grams, that's $523. A lot of rings weigh 10 grams. 22-karat gold is $67.80. Silver, $0.90 a gram. People try and buy it at $0.30 and $0.40. $0.90 a gram. This place offered me $50 for $170 worth of silver. They offered me $50. A silver dollar is $20.06 per dollar. That's what we're paying. You know those Olympic sets you have where you got 28 coins in, a, in like a little briefcase? We're paying $976. This is important. You know this, okay? You can call my store. I'm also giving my cell number. 905, uh, store number is 905-737-4653. If you call and you're in one of these places, we will tell you the prices at that moment. We don't mind giving our prices over the phone. A lot of these other places won't because they want to get you in there. I want to give you the right information, okay? Then we're going to talk about selling the stuff later on. Okay, where are we going? Richard in Oakville. Richard in Oakville. 
Hello? How you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. Thank you. Yeah, look, uh, what I got here, I got a uh, Harley-Davidson jacket, which is a 50-year anniversary. Uh, and there's uh, the crest on the back. It says Harley-Davidson, uh, I'll say, uh, Harley-Davidson Motorcycle 1903. And then that's the back. And the front is 50 years. Harley-Davidson, American legend, is in mint condition. Um, uh, I'd just like to know how much uh, something. So it's 67 years old. I'd like to know how much something like that would uh, actually go for. Have you had it since, like, um, for a long period of time, or did you get get it recently? No, no, I had it. I'm a TTC driver. Another TTC driver, uh, he, 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 he gave it to me pretty much because we're friends, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, so he bought it a long time ago, and it was just sitting in his, uh, you know, in, uh, in the garage there, uh, up on Sherway Gardens there, and... Uh, you know, and uh, anyways, I got it, and uh, and I have it for the last twenty years, and uh, but I like I, you know, so I I had it all dry clean. It's just been sitting upstairs in my uh, closet. What size is it? Uh, it's a large. It's uh, black, and yeah, it's got sizes the, uh, are better. Okay. Yeah, uh, obviously, um, you have to make sure it is original from that time. And how you'll typically tell that there's going to be tagging because. Even the 50th anniversary jackets have been knocked off on occasion. Oh, no way. Everything's knocked off. Anything collectible. If it's not knocked off, then it's worth nothing. Have you heard of China? Anything that's worth something has been knocked off. So you can tell from the tagging and where. So you'll be able to identify yours original. But I think it's probably worth five to $700 if it dates to that period. But I can see on eBay... There are some of the other ones that have been done after the fact. And they, they're still nice jackets. They're beautiful. but Really heavy, right? Yeah, they're most of them are black leather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm asking about the size, yeah. Bogart's trying to get a Harley. That would be a gift. I don't know. It's going to be a low price to try to buy it off. I think five to seven. It might even be a bit hot better than that even. Because how many come in there? And if it's, if it's from that time period and condition. Yeah. And I know Bogey when I was at large, um, because I gave him, um, not a Harley, but an Indian motorcycle jacket. He says, it's not a Harley, Dad. A really nice father would have just bought him the motorcycle, but I guess he's going to get a jacket instead. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call. But I think at least that, I'd love to see a picture of it, and the tagging's going to make a difference. We can even help authenticate it and match it. That has to be photo matched, okay? Thanks again, buddy. appreciate your help. Yeah, I think at least that. And maybe, Great maybe as high as a thousand. Stuff. People love vintage Harley. Yeah, because we can get a, I can get fifty dollars for vintage Harley T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. If the tags are right. If the tags are right, you've got a Harley shirt from Sturgis from say nineteen seventy two. You could probably get that kind of money for it. Uh, okay. Nope. Okay, uh, Marion from Brampton. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you? Working too hard for too little money out of the laundry room. <laughs> I but can what? tell. Is it Paul or Kenny I'm talking to? Pardon? Is it Paul or Kenny? This is Paul. How can oh. I help you? Yeah, Paul. Paul, I have some baseball cards and okay. some hockey cards. What years? Um, at the back of some of them are 1992. Okay. And the writing is so small on some of them. I think it's 1988. Okay. I'm not sure, but I can give you some names. No, no, no. I know the time period. This time period is when 
I used to have a shop, and we had about 10% of the entire, 10 to 15% of the entire share of the market. They overproduced these cards in large amounts. I can leave them in the parking lot, and they won't even steal them. We put them into auctions. What you're looking for, hockey cards, you want stuff that's pre-1985, as a general rule. You want to have, like we just said, uh, a single case of cards just sold for $1.7 million from 1976. It's an unopened case of Jordan rookie cards. 86. 86, sorry. Suppose you had a 1979-80 box of Wayne Gretzky cards unopened. Um, the Opeachy cards, the case would be worth around 800000 Okay. But, but likely your items are in that overproduced era. That, yeah. uh, I mean, you could always send Paul a quick email or a couple pictures, but the odds of having any highly collectible ones is very low. No. Oh, That's a bad time period. Yeah, the Wayne Gretzky one I have, it says at about 1992. Yeah. No. There's a Joe Carter, yeah. black and white. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is a time period that's not strong. And if you were coming from Brampton or where you're coming from, I would tell you not to make the trip. Do not pay the gas unless you're just coming to visit us and buy some gold and silver. But, no, the cards would not be worth it. And this is what I say a lot of times. I want people to tell me, to call me up in advance and tell me what they kind of got. And I can give them some advice on how to to prepare for seeing me or what to bring. I don't want. I don't want to waste your time if you're coming like that far when it ends up being ten dollars worth of cards. You know what I mean? I understand. So I ask you. people to call us, make an appointment. You don't have to. I mean, if someone shows up at the door, we're not going to kick you out. But we'd rather you make appointments. And main, mainly, what we do is tell you what to bring. Oh, okay. like we had the person earlier who had that. Uh, we might have to go down and see him. My friend down in Mississauga with all that Dixie Beehive stuff and all that stuff. That's going to be a treat, I think. But people have stuff in the basement. You just got to look. You know, the basement and the attic are the best place, and the garage are the best places I always like in people's houses. Yeah, well, we were cleaning up, and we found them, my boyfriend. His dad gave them to him. Oh, yeah. Some now, years ago. Thank you very much for the call. Thank now, you so very much for explaining that to us. No problem. Bye-bye. Now, here's something we haven't talked, and I want to talk and say it right. Glenn is an expert on old photos. Glenn we got a couple minutes here. I know we going too long. What about photos and what makes them valuable? Well, obviously the subject matter is a, a big thing for photos. So if you've got famous people, could be royalty, sports, criminals, anything, anyone famous, military, various uh, scenes like old rare buildings that are, uh, you know, long gone, but people still think of them fondly and from certain areas. And, of course, you get... Uh, photos just from people want a photo from where their cottage is or something like that. But the photos we specialize in are things that have subject matter around big events. Could be sporting events, historical events, things like that. And if they're type one photo, now type one photo is a photo that dates back within a year of when that event happened. So if it's something that you know, the stock market crash of 20, what, 1929 or 29. something, 29. So if you have some photos of, you know, guys throwing uh, the stock tickers out in the street and stuff like that, and it's a type one from that period, it'd be worth a lot of money. But the, the value of these photos, like we had a couple of Babe Ruth photos, uh, Babe Ruth and a Lou Gehrig, sorry, that are from a barnstorming tour they did in uh, Hull, Hull, Quebec, just outside of Hull. 
1927. And they're very modest photos. They're maybe six inches by six inches, not in great condition. And they're probably worth about $1,000 each, just a, a straight photo of them. But just a photo. Yeah, some photos go for thirty, forty thousand. If you have a really rare item like, uh, who would you find these in a scrap? If someone had a scrapbook, scrapbooks. A lot of photos come out of scrapbooks because you'll often see in the auctions it'll say photo has uh, paper residue on back where it was taped or glued to a scrapbook. But that doesn't hurt the value very much because people don't look at the back of photos as much. It's nice to have a clean back. It would get a small premium, but. It's really the subject matter. Old cars, people love that. If you've got like pictures of Indians from the early days, Native uh, Indians from so North America. So you're throughout your scrapbook. All know that you're adding to the long yeah, list of scrap- I tell well, There's various other things that are in scrapbooks. People put photos, they put postcards, but they also put a ticket if they went to an event. And yeah. tickets are worth a lot of money. Sometimes you'll see small programs there. Sometimes people got an autograph on their trip and they put an autograph in the scrapbook. You were talking to me about the box. We have a lot of listeners out in Oshawa and Whitby, right? Right. And the Oshawa Generals played out there. And right. remember that, what was that program that Orr played there in 64 through 67? Right. And they had the gold program. What are they going for now? The, the gold, well, he played 65, 66. Six, sorry. Flash. Yeah. We sold one this week for 400 U.S., just one program with Orr in it. Good condition, not mint. Now, they also had the pictures of players inside. If you had the Orr picture, what would that be worth? Over a thousand for sure. There's not a lot of those around because people would detach the picture. So you yeah. may find a picture separate from the program. And of course, a year of when Orr was playing for Oshawa, he actually played at Maple Leaf Gardens because they had an arena issue at Oshawa. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. used to have the Sunday afternoons, double headers of junior A hockey, and you can find a lot of those with Orr in them. And those are still worth three, four hundred dollars. See, this another thing that people would throw out. This is where this show is. What we do is help people. There's the things that they know. If they got a Picasso on the wall, they know it's worth a lot of money. I'm here to tell them about everything else that's not a Picasso that they have in their house. Okay. We're also, now I want to make sure I talk to my friends up in Clapperson's Corners. That's Ron. He's out there. He's on Highway 6, the largest card. I mean, um, not card. Sorry. Oh, you're having a yard sale. Well, we're just finalizing the date. Next week, if people listen in, we'll have a some real good information on them where they can pick up some beautiful items at great prices. And you're going to be there as a celebrity doing gold and silver. Really? Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. No, I, I, I also cards. I know something about okay. sports cards. Okay, well, look at some other stuff as well. Okay. I'm going to give the gold prices really quickly again. And because I want you to just, if, and if you're buying it, wait a minute, i got to tell you, buying. I had a person this week, I see him walking in over there, and he's got like uh, 15, uh, 15,000. He would have made another $1,200 from us than what my neighbor paid. And it's just a case of walking 75 right. feet and getting a second opinion. I can't. And it's just sad. And they're smiling. They're smiling. Yes, yes. I'm saying hi. I'm trying to make you money. And they're smiling like, hi, how are you? I've seen you on TV. No, I'm trying to make you money. Right. So it was kind of weird. But I want these people... And like Maple Leafs, we're selling, he's selling, if you want to buy a gold Maple Leaf, we sell them at $29, He's selling them at $29.22. Save $50, exact same Maple Leaf. Silver Maple, we're selling at $44. He sells them at $46. This is my competition. I want to make sure people see this because on a box of $500, you're saving $1,100. Wow. No, well, that's real money. So, and we have 10-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars. 
Be safe. Thank you for listening. Wear a mask. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.